You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is, is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive. She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Welcome to Investment Insights from Perch Wealth, your ultimate guide to smart real estate investment and achieving your financial goals. Your host, Ehud Gersten, is a renowned expert and the founder of Perch Wealth. His team specializes in 1031 exchanges and breaks down complex concepts into digestible strategies for financial independence. Dive deep into the world of investment, from the intricacies of 1031 exchanges to expert insights on real estate investments. Hi, I'm Ehud Gersten. Let's get into it. At the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, there were real fears as to how commercial real estate would fare. The economy was in turmoil, businesses shuttered, and the risk of default was high. Yet today, more than three years later, commercial real estate has proven to be an investment darling. Due in large part to the action taken by the Fed and the U.S. Treasury to support the economy, the CRE industry has emerged from the pandemic largely unscathed. Today, with inflation surging, commercial real estate remains well-positioned to outperform other asset classes. Yet not all property types are expected to fare equally. Many would-be buyers have been asking which real estate asset classes they should invest in given current market dynamics. For example, low inventory, rising interest rates, rising construction costs, inflation, labor shortages, and some lingering COVID uncertainties. Here's our take on what we believe to be some of the best real estate assets to invest in right now. First, multifamily. Demand for multifamily housing continues to be at all-time highs among renters and investors alike. Post-pandemic job creation has fueled renter demand for multifamily. In turn, leasing volume has increased in most major metro areas, including New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, the Sun Belt, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, and Phoenix. In most markets, rents have recovered to pre-pandemic levels. Low inventory has allowed owners to push rents further, often by double digits. In the nation's top 16 metro areas, rents increased a staggering 17.3% between March 2020 and March 2022. Multifamily is expected to continue performing well, even amid concerns over rising inflation. One reason for this is that apartments generally turn over on an annual basis, allowing owners to increase rents at least as much as or more than any escalation in the consumer price index, the most common measure of inflation. By raising rents, something that is relatively easy to do given the current supply and demand imbalance, multifamily owners are able to preserve their cash flow. Next, industrial. Industrial continues to be a bright light within the CRE industry. According to the NCRF Property Index, industrial outperformed all other asset classes between Q4 2020 and Q3 2021. 
During this time, Industrial posted a staggering 32.4% annualized return, more than two and a half times the returns posted by the next highest performing asset class, which was multifamily at 13.4%. Industrial vacancies remain low despite record new supply, with net absorptions hitting a new record in every quarter of 2021. What's more, rents continue to surge as tenants compete for strategic supply chain advantages. E-commerce and shifting supply chains are expected to propel industrial assets to new heights in the months and years to come, making this one sector for every investor to consider adding to their portfolio. The third is senior housing. During the first four quarters of the pandemic, an estimated 44,000 units of senior housing were vacated. COVID had a dramatic impact on senior housing, but it has since rebounded. In the second half of 2021, more than two-thirds of relinquished units, approximately 30,000 apartments, had been released. The pace of move-ins now exceeds pre-pandemic levels, which bodes well for the sector moving forward. Senior housing has strong underlying fundamentals. America's aging population translates into more people needing varying degrees of care as they grow older. In addition to new demand, there remains pent-up demand for the care services that senior housing communities provide. Well-located, stabilized senior housing communities are increasingly able to drive rents now that the worst of the pandemic has subsided. Senior housing has strong underlying fundamentals. America's aging population translates into more people needing varying degrees of care as they grow older. In addition to new demand, there remains pent-up demand for the care services that senior housing communities provide. Well-located, stabilized senior housing communities are increasingly able to drive rents now that the worst of the pandemic has subsided. Fourth, we have manufactured housing. According to a recent analysis by Marcus and Millichap, strengthening incomes are bolstering household formations and driving demand for rentals in manufactured home communities. There has been little new construction in recent years, which has put upward pressure on rents. The outlook for manufactured housing remains strong moving forward. It is an asset class that has proved resilient during past periods of tightening monetary policy, as is the case now with the Fed raising interest rates. For example, between December 2015 and December 2017, the Fed raised the lending rate by 225 basis points. During this time, sales velocity and sales prices for manufactured housing continued to climb. Cap rates also compressed, an indication that the higher costs of capital did not outweigh the demand for manufactured housing. Now let's look at real estate assets worth selective consideration. Let's start with single-tenant triple net. Properties with a strong single-tenant in a long-term triple net lease are often considered one of the best investments to own in a down market. They have the potential to provide consistent, stable, and predictable income. However, in an inflationary environment like we're in today, single-tenant NNN properties are somewhat riskier. While most triple net leases are structured to include annual rent escalations, unless those escalations are tied to at least the rise in the consumer price index, then landlords may be leaving money on the table. In reality, most triple net leases only escalate by 1% to 2% per year, which makes the value of the property and or its cash flow less when faced with sky-high inflation. That said, now could be a good time to strategically invest in single-tenant triple net properties. Some retailers, such as Chick-fil-A, weathered the pandemic by shifting to drive through and have since reopened in-store dining with great success. National pharmacies like CVS and Walgreens also remain attractive to many investors. 
These brands have been able to adapt by offering a limited scope of in-house primary care services, which may further strengthen these historically stable tenants. Now let's look at office space. The future of traditional office remains a mixed bag. Omicron proved to be a setback at a time when office leasing volume was just starting to pick up again post-pandemic. Omicron interrupted this positive trend, raising vacancy rates in central business districts by an estimated 30 basis points in the first quarter of 2022, according to a recent analysis. Vacancy rates in downtown areas was above 17% at the beginning of the year, followed closely by suburban office where vacancy rates remain close to 15%. The tech industry continues to be the primary driver of traditional office, with Facebook, Apple, Amazon, and Google among the major names that have increased their office space this past year. Those who believe the tech sector has room to run could be bullish on office. Others may be wary. The general sentiment is that Class A office is positioned to fare better than Class B or C properties in the near term, with owners increasingly investing in the amenities office buildings will need in order to lure employees back on site. And then there is oil and gas, whom some believe is an alternative alternative to real estate. While we remain particularly bullish on commercial real estate, it is worth noting that there are other alternative asset classes that historically perform well during periods of rapid inflation. Oil and gas is one such sector. Oil prices bottomed out in April 2020 and for a short period were trading at negative numbers. Oil prices have more than recovered since then, reaching new highs earlier this year. Exxon and Chevron are among the companies whose earnings are surging as a result. Exxon profits, for example, more than doubled in Q1 2022 compared to the same time last year. Rising prices may continue to be sustained, we believe, by the industry's strong underlying fundamentals. In short, production of U.S. shale remains well below demand, OPEC members are not maxing out their production capacity, and the global super majors like Shell and BP are facing growing pressure to reach net zero by 2050 and in turn are slowing their own oil production in favor of investing in alternative energy like offshore wind. For these reasons, yield-seeking investors and or those looking to diversify their portfolios might be well served to consider investing in oil and gas this year. One of the reasons people are drawn to commercial real estate, especially during periods of extreme inflation, is that the asset class has traditionally had little correlation with more traditional stocks and bonds. What's more, real estate has historically outperformed other asset classes during times like this. However, investors should carefully consider which real estate assets in which to invest. Multifamily, industrial, senior housing, and manufactured housing continue to be where we're focused, with strategic investments in core triple net assets as opportunities arise. If you are interested in investing in institutional quality real estate, contact Perch Wealth today to learn more about our current and future offerings. The following are the real estate and 1031 risk disclosures. There's no guarantee any strategy will be successful or achieve investment objectives. All real estate investments have the potential to lose value during the life of the investments. The income stream and depreciation schedule for any investment property may affect the property owner's income bracket and or tax status. An unfavorable tax ruling may cancel deferral of capital gains and result in immediate tax liabilities. All financed real estate investments have potential for foreclosure. These 1031 exchanges are offered through private placement offerings and are illiquid securities. There is no secondary market for these investments. If a property unexpectedly loses tenants or sustains substantial damage, there is potential for suspension of cash flow distributions. Costs associated with the transaction may impact investors' returns and may outweigh the tax benefits. Tax benefits are not guaranteed and are subject to changes in the tax code.
You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is, is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.